I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How geeked are you for Bucks basketball to be returning and all that kind of good stuff? I'm a little bit surprised that more people aren't really up on the Bucks, but they said, look, it just it doesn't feel like Bucks season. Maybe once they get going, it'll feel a little bit better to you. Who knows? Our uh, buddy uh, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer from 105.7 FM, the fan out of Milwaukee, our flagship station, now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Spark, how you been, buddy? I'm doing all right, man. Yeah, part of the reason is the thing doesn't start till July 31st, and it's the it's the middle of summer, even though it's going to be like in the 50s and 60s this weekend. But, uh, yeah, you're so far away. You get excited about you know it being announced, and you can't wait to see the Bucs try and win a championship and all that stuff, but... Still a month and a half away from this thing starting. Who's the biggest threat to the Bucs? Uh, well, in the Eastern Conference, I, Miami still concerns me, and maybe they shouldn't, but Miami uh, is still a concern, I think, for me in the East. Uh, Boston has a lot of nice young talent. I'm a big Brad Stevens fan, uh, so Boston, obviously, a little bit concerned, but realistically, nobody should beat them in the East. Uh, they, they should be there in the NBA Finals, and then it's Lakers or Clippers, uh, so it's either you know the King LeBron James, who uh, you have to knock off, which would be, from a legacy standpoint, a big deal, I think. Uh, and if it's not him, then it's probably Kawhi Leonard, and you get your second chance to try and knock him out uh, after he knocked you out in the playoffs last year uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. So I-, I think it's Lakers or Clippers against the Bucks. I-, I don't think anybody has it to beat the Bucks in the Eastern Conference necessarily, but of concern, Spolstra, the Heat, uh, probably uh, Boston Celtics too. Toronto maybe. I just don't I just don't think they have enough offense necessarily to keep up with the Bucks. I think that's my concern there. Lowry, Siakam, Van Vliet, okay, but I just don't know if that's enough. Yeah, I uh I don't think anybody in the East is really gonna come after the Bucks. And it was not that I was really fearing them, but it was I, I kind of figured Kevin Durant was gonna wasn't gonna come back anyway. I knew he was probably gonna take the season off. I know they had some hope that he would come back and that he would maybe be able to lead that team after coming back from the injury, but he's not coming back and such. So that next year, that might add a little bit of a, a, an angst to Bucks fans when you talk about Brooklyn, but I don't think anybody in the East. The the March the other day, and I you tell me what you think, but I, people ask me, well, what is this going to do, social distancing? Look, as long as none of the Bucks came down with COVID, I think they're pretty good. But this has been a very close-knit team. 
I think something like this, even though I don't want to take what happens in, in that particular setting and protests and such uh, off the fee, off the court, if you will, and transfer to on the court, but you can't help but look at it and go, this is a team that kind of sticks together. I, to me, this bodes very well for camaraderie. Don't you think so? I, I think the one thing that has been really good about this Bucks team last year and this year is the chemistry. The chemistry uh, on this uh, team and in this locker room has been outstanding. You add new pieces to the locker room, Kyle Korver, Wesley Matthews, and they just they fit right in line with what everybody was doing in the locker room to begin with, uh, rank and file, and they continue on. Just great personalities, everybody team first, it seems like, on this on this roster right now, and that's the one thing that I think has helped them to be as good as they are throughout the course of the year. And some people knock chemistry. I used two years ago. Boy, I did I ever. Uh, but I was, you know, turned the other way into believing in the chemistry, working with guys like Gary Ellerson, the former Packer running back, Leroy Butler, inventor of the Lambeau Leap, Gilbert Brown, former Packer lineman, and working with them for the last decade or more uh, have really opened my eyes to just how big of a deal chemistry can truly be on a roster uh, when it becomes a deciding factor in a series, in a close game, all of that stuff. Uh, the Bucks, when it comes to the coaching staff, and I asked this the other day to Sean Devaney, but there's a lot of interest in Darvin Ham. How big of a loss would it be if Darvin Ham would get a head coaching job and leave this staff? Yeah, I think it would hurt, obviously. Uh, Darvin Ham definitely is deserving of a head coaching job. I don't think anybody around the league is going to argue about that. I mean, he's put his time in as an assistant coach and uh, has done a great job in his assistant coach uh, to this point. I think everybody in the organization would be happy for Darvin Ham if he were to get it. Uh, you know, would it be, you know, is he replaceable? I don't know if he's necessarily replaceable, but I think they would find a good assistant coach to put on there. I don't get as concerned about losing assistant coaches at the NBA level. There are a lot of good NBA assistant coaches all over this league, and I'm sure they would love to come work for Boonholzer in Milwaukee, who's a highly respected coach around the league. I'm sure uh, they would line up to come uh, have an opportunity to coach Giannis and possibly win a ring. So while it would not be great to lose Darvin Ham, I'd be excited for him, and I think they would be fine uh, at the end of the day. Talking with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, uh, the co-host of the afternoon show, the big show over at 105.7 FM, The Fan, our flagship station out of Milwaukee. Now Giannis during that march said he wanted his kid to grow up in Milwaukee and not fear racism and mm-hmm. had a, a long speech. I've said all along he's not going anywhere, but was that the kind of the salvo over the bow that you thought, okay, this guy's really committed to staying in this town? Everybody got really excited about it. I, look, Jabari Parker said the same thing. He wanted to raise his family here and so forth. Jabari Parker then left and went to the Bulls, and he was with the Kings, the Hawks, and who was here before the Bucks player were in the protest, middle of the protest, Jabari Parker. Showed up out of the blue and came back. He don't play here anymore, but he still came up here. So, yes, it, I mean, it's a great thing to hear that you want to raise your family here and you love the community. It was great to hear Jabari say it. It's great to hear Giannis say it. Will that actually happen down the line? Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. I, I said it the other day, I think I'm about 90% that Giannis stays uh, at this point. Um, but until it's actually signed and done, uh, because I'm a Bucks fan, a long-suffering Bucks fan, Bill, I just wait for the other shoe to drop at any moment. Right. Uh, so, and Joe's giving me the side eye right now, looking at me. But I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, it's like being a Cubs fan for all those years. You just wait for something bad to happen to your organization because it always ends up happening. Think about it. We're in the middle of the best season we've ever had, and a pandemic hits. What are the odds that a pandemic hits this year? Could have hit last year? Could have hit next year? Could have hit five years ago? It's now. Right here in the middle of it all for the Bucks. So, yeah. I don't really necessarily believe anything until it actually happens now. I, I, 
I keep thinking the other shoe is they're going to get to the finals and Giannis is going to test positive, and then they're going to quarantine him for two weeks, but and then see, the finals are going to be over. But see, and that's the other thing. But the way this whole thing works out, right? So let's say you get to the NBA finals, you're playing. And let's say LeBron tests positive for COVID-19, and he's out, and the Bucks right. win the championship. You know how that's going to play out. Well, yep. but they could they have beat him with LeBron? I mean, okay, they won, but realistically, and then you're going to have all these people say, but, 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 and I'm going to say, I don't care. They're the champs. I finally got to see it. So I'm going to be jacked no matter who's on the other side of the floor. If COVID takes out somebody or not, I'm still going to be excited. But you're right. That is something that very legitimately could happen. You could have the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals against a team that is on a Cinderella-type run, maybe through the West, and all of a sudden LeBron or Anthony Davis gets taken out, and now that team pulls the upset and ends up in the Finals against the Bucs, and you get an opponent you weren't planning on. So, again, who knows? Um, how how different do you think this team looks next year? Uh, yeah, they'll move some pieces on the bench, but I, I would think the core will be the same. Uh, Bledsoe, uh, Brooke Lopez, Giannis, Middleton, I, I would assume those four are all back um, and in working order. The bench probably shuffles a little bit like it does for most NBA teams from year to year because a lot of these guys come in on one-year deals for the most part. But, yeah, I, I think for the most part it'll it'll look pretty similar to what it looks like right now. Yeah. Do they need uh, another piece of any type? Nope. If you if you had your druthers, because to me, I'm, they got a lot of great role players and guys that enjoy their roles. So I'm kind of thinking, okay, what area do they need better? I mean, everybody always says, well, you could always use more scoring or what have you, but do they really have to get more scoring or well, do they get better? In know? this in this NBA, Bill, every team's always looking for another shooter. Uh, every yeah. team wants another shooter. I don't, I don't care if you're the Lakers, if you're the Clippers, the Bucks, whoever. Every team always wants another shooter because that's what this league is all about now. Uh, in today's era, it's all about shooting the three. So if you can get another shooter to come off the bench and be deadly for Giannis to be able to kick that ball out to or Middleton to be able to kick that ball out to or Bledsoe for that matter, yeah, that, that obviously would help. Uh, but, but again, once we get to the offseason, then we'll see how this all goes. If they win a ring and they win a championship, regardless of who they beat or how that happens, and that puts them in a position to be back-to-back. I think that also helps bring in vets looking to win a ring, knowing that, okay, Giannis has won a ring. He could he can do it again, obviously. So I, I want to be on board here to try and win a ring with Giannis. And that I, I think winning a ring really could start a little bit of a snowball effect here for the Bucks going forward. More satisfying to beat in the finals, LeBron or Kawhi? Oh, LeBron all day long. All, all day. I got no ill will towards Kawhi whatsoever. I, I got none towards Kawhi. It is what it is. You know, he beats you. He's a damn good player, whatever. But LeBron is, you know, I'm going to get in trouble saying this, but he's kind of the Michael of the NBA right now. He's kind of that guy that everybody wants to beat in a championship uh, and, and win a ring in, in Knock off the off the pedestal. It's always it's always about the last couple of years. Who's going to take the torch from LeBron? Who's going to be that next guy? Well, if Giannis is going to be that next guy, if Giannis is going to be known as one of the greatest ever, to knock him out now, especially if he plans on playing another five years or whatever, you can't say, well, he beat him, but it was his last year in the NBA. To knock him out now, I think, would be a huge statement for Giannis and for this organization. And on top of it, it's the Lakers you get to knock out. One of those more prestigious, you know, uh, teams and organizations in NBA history. All of that works out beautifully. Big fan. 
Uh, talking with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, host of the big show over at uh, 105.7 FM, The Fan, our flagship station out of Milwaukee. Before I let you go, um, this team, you know, we keep talking about, well, who had practice, who didn't, who stayed in shape, who didn't. That's what's going to determine all of this. Does this layoff favor a team that has a, a few older legs on it, or does it favor – Say the team like LeBron, he's also got older legs. Or do you think the layoff really doesn't matter? I think for a vet, well, everybody's going to be dealing with the same thing. But I think for a veteran team, an older team like the Lakers or like the Bucks, I think it definitely helps uh, to a certain degree. Now, it's all going to be about who gets back into their shooting rhythm and who gets back into rhythm, you know, the quickest and is able to sustain it the longest. For instance, Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton, year to year, always happens every every year goes through two three week stretch where it's just like oh my goodness what is going on he is just awful and he says that he gets tired in in those stretches and he gets in that period and he's got to fight through that funk to get back out on the other side well i'm i'm assuming that we've alleviated that problem and now coming back he's going to be fresh and ready for this stretch run i think that's a huge deal talk about older players like wesley matthews and stuff not only were he able to save minutes but he's had absolutely no run whatsoever so he should be fresh i think it really benefits the older teams more than it benefits anybody else lakers are an old team bucks are an old team so from that perspective i think it helps them out the most good stuff sparked and i'll be listening this afternoon appreciate it pal sounds good thanks Talk to you soon. There you go. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, host of the the big show. One of the co-hosts. He's got Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler alongside on our flagship station out of Milwaukee, 105.7 FM, The Fan. He joined us for a couple of minutes, and we certainly appreciate the commentary there. Big-time Bucks fan and big-time Bucks follower, as a matter of fact. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.